Hello everyone, welcome back to the Owl City Cast. Today's episode will be a reflection on uh, uh, the 2018 Owl City Cinematic Tour that I viewed uh, when I first attended an Owl City concert. It's actually, yeah, the first um, Owl City concert I have ever attended. I was not a f- fan of it. I think I've referenced this before, but I was not a fan of his music really until um, 2016. In the fall of 2016, before that, I had listened to his music off and on. Like, I had a, I had a mild interest in it. But uh, fall of 2016, I became a big fan. So it was like a year after he released Verge. And, of course, uh, or he released the album um, Mobile Orchestra. And, after he, and it was long after he did the tour for that album. So, and I honestly thought that would be his last album. But... Uh, he surprised everyone with his announcement of this album cinematic. Um, and I got really excited. I honestly actually wasn't even thinking when he was talking about this album, like I honestly didn't think a tour was going to happen because his popularity, like he was, he's still quite popular, popular enough to where he's surpassed a 10 million monthly listeners on Spotify recently. So he's still somewhat popular, but not near the popularity that he had when he did the album Ocean Eyes or The Midsummer Station. So I didn't even think a tour was in the books, but lo and behold, he decided to do a tour in the fall of 2018, which I was pretty stoked for. I was pretty excited when he announced it because it's like, oh my gosh, I get to see my favorite musician on tour. Um, he's not the first musician I've seen uh, in concert. That actually goes to Imagine Dragons, who I saw in 2017 uh, with my dad. Um, that was a pretty exciting concert. That was pretty good. I had lots of fun with that concert, of course, but um, it's different seeing a band you like in concert versus seeing uh, your favorite uh, musician in concert. So, so it was uh, pretty exciting for me and I think for a lot of his fans when um he announced that, hey, I'm doing a tour. And um unlike his tour this year, uh his previous tour cinematic back in twenty eighteen, he actually went he did uh, a few concerts in East Asia. I believe he did one in Japan and he did one in South Korea and he did or maybe it was two in South Korea, I can't remember exactly. But he did a few uh concerts in East Asia, J- specifically Japan, South Korea and China. Which I thought was pretty cool, but with this uh, album, Coco Moon, uh, or what he's calling the To the Moon Tour, he's only doing, uh, he's only uh, touring the United States, and he's, yeah. And it's uh, pretty interesting, uh, reflecting back on his 2018 Cinematic Tour, because, I don't know, looking back on it, I just find it really interesting that that got me so excited for his music because he announced after shortly after the release of the album cinematic that he would continue making L C D albums for the rest of his life so it's like oh so i have like plenty of tour of his tours to look forward to that's exciting but um i i just thought that was really interesting because it's like i get to see my favorite musician like a lot in the future i guess you know, you don't really think about 
I think when most people go to a, a music concert, unless it's like a really, if it's like a really popular, so like, yeah, why not go see this really popular artist at least once because they're so talented? Like that makes sense. But to see your favorite artists again and again over a series of years, that's like something different. That's like, um, it's, I want to say it's like seeing an old friend even, but I don't think that's a, a good statement. It's more like, what is it? It's like seeing, I'm not sure how to explain it really. It's just something unique and exciting to look forward to something an event that you can look forward to to do with friends and family over the years. Uh, like with the 2018 cinema, 2018 Cinemac Tour, I went with my dad. With the To the Moon Tour he's doing this year, I am going with my dad plus a friend of mine. And I'm pretty excited for the new tour. To briefly describe uh, the concert, or the Cinemac uh, concert, um, he started off with the song Verge. And I'll read the track list off uh, when I get a chance. But he started off with Verge. And um, before he even started the music, he actually... Uh, you heard the phrase... Um, you heard a, a couple of phrases from the original Willy Wonka film. The one starring Gene Wilder as Willy Wonka. You hear um, the lights are dark in, in the concert hall. And you hear goggles on please... Everyone begins to cheer, and then after they stop, you hear lights, camera, action from that same movie, and then I just hear Adam starting to strum his guitar to whatever song he's playing. I didn't figure out what the song was until like two to three minutes into him playing just the guitar and all the instruments he had up there on stage, um, and he played that song himself like... The guys who he went on tour with, uh, their names were Cody and Goose. Uh, they came on after that song, which I think is pretty interesting that he did all the instrumentation by himself. That was pretty cool. Um, and yeah, the, the fact that it was interesting that he started with Verge because I that album, uh, Mobile Orchestra, is not as popular among his his fan base at least like it's not as well liked as his other music yet people shouted and cheered when he did verge like as soon as they recognized like the song they were like they just started cheering and shouting like they were super happy to hear it so it's kind of interesting that maybe opinions have changed over that song and over more his album mobile orchestra over the years but yeah i just think it's really interesting but the the first two to three minutes of the song, he literally just d added extra instrumentation where he just played the guitar, uh, the drums. Like, he played those drums really well, and he had so much... You could tell he was having so much fun up there playing the, the, the different instruments and creating the music that the song has. It was just super fun to watch him uh, play music like he knew how and just play his heart out. It was just so cool to see because you knew he loved to do it. He he loves to perform and it was so fun to see. And um that was literally just the beginning and I just that made me of course hyped for the rest of the concert. Cuz it's like if he put this much effort into the intro track and it's like he's going to put so much that just means the comp, the rest of the concert is going to be just as good. 
Um, of the tracks that he played, my favorite songs that he performed were uh, Verge, because he did a really cool, that really cool beginning instrumentation that he added to it before he started singing. Uh, uh, of course, classic Fireflies, the way he did it, the fact that he told everyone to turn on the light uh, feature, the flashlight feature on their phones, like they're all a bunch of little fireflies. It's pretty fun. Um, he also did a mashup of Hello Seattle and On the Wing. I honestly thought it was Hello Seattle all the way throughout the song, but then I realized later, wait, it's a mashup of Hello Seattle and On the Wing. I'm like, whoa, that was really cool. In fact, those songs go really well together in a mashup, at least in the way he did it, so it was really cool. I also really loved how he did Fiji Water. You could tell he was just having fun with that one with the beat, different beats and sounds on it. He also did a little instrumentation part on like this keyboard thing and it, it went uh, to the side on the stage. And it was just fun to see him jam out uh, to uh, the melody, the instrumental melody to that. It was cool. And also I love when he did Cloud Nine. That's, um, I think that's still one of my favorites from the album Cinematic. And yeah, it was, I really enjoyed uh, hearing that live. And I just loved the way the the guitar actually added to the music of the song rather than replacing anything because it, I don't know how to describe it. It just made the song feel more like, it just made the song better than what it already was. At least for a live performance, it made the song that much more enjoyable and um of course uh when he did be brave that was really cool in fact before he even started be brave he started singing um uh the first part of the lyrics to uh what is it can you feel the love tonight and then he and then when he sung the world for once in perfect harmony and then once he hit that right after he hit that line he said will let me tell you the story. And then he started playing the first uh, notes to Be Brave. So he literally used Elton John's song, um, Can You Feel the Love Tonight, to lead into Be Brave, because Be Brave is a love story about him and his now wife, uh, Abby. So that was just that was just so cool and honestly shocked me. I never expected that, and it was so cool. Also, his performance of Be Brave was really good. And his shout at the end was just, wow. I on, I knew he could hit high notes, but I honestly didn't expect him to do it live in concert. I'm like, it was just shocking. It was it was like, man, he can he can hit really high notes. Like, like, I know he can because you hear it in his songs all the time. But, like, to see him perform and do it live is another thing entirely. It, it just... It's so fun to see it him do it live. And um to finish uh the whole thing, he did end with cinematic, at least before and then everything went off. After he did the song after he did the title track of Cinematic, which is cinematic, he um after he did that the lights went off and everything and everyone started shouting Encore which he then came back on with Matt Matthew Tyson, who used to be a member of Reliant K. Uh, and he opened for Owl City. Uh, 
he came on stage with Owl City and they sung All My Friends together, which I gotta be honest, still not a song I really like by Owl City. Probably one of my least favorites, but I gotta admit, when they performed it together, they were having fun, so it was hard not to enjoy their performance of that song. So despite my disliking of that song, Adam's performance of it with Matthew Tyson was really fun to watch, and I'm glad they enjoyed themselves, because that's really what you want a musician to do. The full concert, uh, like, uh, just let me look it up quick. The full, like, music... The full um, list of songs is, let's see, you start with Verge, The Real World, Firebird, Cloud Nine, Montana. Oh yeah, that was the other one. Well, I don't know if it was a favorite, but I love when he did Montana, how in, when he did the, the big sound beats, it just kind of echoed and you felt a not a rumble, but a thump. You not just heard it, but you felt it, and it was really cool to see. Montana honestly sounded a lot better in concert, I think, than in the recording. I don't think the recording that you listen to on Spotify or Apple Music, I don't... I just don't think the album version does it justice like the live version. Obviously, the album version is great, but the live version is, I just think, so much better. And then he did that mashup of On the Wing and Hell Seattle... Uh, then he did Early Birdie. That was, I was honestly really happy to hear that he did a song that he made all the way back into, excuse me, 2008. So that was pretty exciting. Um, then he followed that with Fiji Water. Then Can You Feel the Love Tonight, which led him to Be Brave. Then he did uh, Fireflies, of course. He also did Not All Heroes Wear Capes. Uh, New York City, Madeline Island, Cave-In, Cinematic, and then for the encore, he did All My Friends. Yeah, it was uh, It was just really cool to see him in concert, and honestly, I never thought, after I became a big fan of his late in 2016, I never thought I'd see him in concert, so 2018 Cinematic Tour was an awesome experience, and it just makes me all the more excited for to the To The Moon tour. It makes me wonder, how is he going to top the previous tour? Because I know he can. I'm just wondering how. And I, it just makes me excited for how his, the music from Coco Moon is going to sound in concert. Like, I'm really just excited to hear that music live because it's like, it's probably going to sound... Uh, I know it's going to sound just as good, if not better, than what it sounds in, in the album version. Um, As a concert... I actually thought, so he generally chooses smaller venues. I mean, even when he was famous, the venues he had were uh, a bit smaller than what you're probably used to for a music, for a band. Like, it's smaller than what, like, a musician like Ed Sheeran or Imagine Dragons would do. Like, they do a huge, huge venue, like a full stadium. But <coughs> Ed M. Young decides to do these smaller venues. And that's intentional, not... Not necessarily because he couldn't pack a bigger uh, arena, but he chooses those purposefully, I think. I heard from a friend that he chooses those because the bigger venues would give him uh, anxiety. 
and I'm not sure if that's true or not, but I could, I could certainly believe it because Adam Young himself has said that he struggles, he or he has struggled in the past with anxiety. So, it makes uh, like he even even said, "Oh yeah, that was the other thing I forgot to mention." During a little bit of music in Cloud Nine, he said, "You know, whatever you're going through, uh, whether it's something like uh, anxiety, depression, you name it." I've been there. I've dealt with it. Uh, it feels like you're stuck in this pit uh, that you can't climb out, out of. And then he s- would say, but there is good news, and that is this. You can climb out of that pit that you've gotten into. So when you're trying to climb out, just keep looking up. And then he started playing and singing the next part of the song, which was of Cloud Nine, which was, you know, I think for a lot of people really encouraging to hear. And I thought that was so cool that he was so open and honest about his like mental health struggles because there's a lot of people out there who listen to music who struggle with mental health so for him to just be honest and say that at each of his concerts during that song i i thought wow this guy's just an open book like he well he is the guy who who wears his heart on his sleeve and he even describes himself like that so it was pretty cool to hear that but because he has struggled with anxiety in the past, I think that's why he doesn't do bigger venues. It's not that he can't fill fill them up, but he does that purposefully, I think. I don't know the full story behind it exactly, but yeah, that's just what I've heard. But also, I think that the fact that he, he's so open about his life and that he was willing to share that uh, during his song, during his tour, was pretty cool. Hopefully he does something like that with this next tour because I think that would be really cool and encouraging uh, for uh, people who listen to his music. In fact, there are a lot of fans who have said in comments on his videos like uh, that Adam's music has helped them through like dark times in their life or tough times in their life, and that's really cool. I think that's especially where music makes an impact, especially um, Adam Young's music under the Owl City banner. The only reason I criticize the smaller venues is because I would like him to have a bigger audience because I think he is that talented a musician, but I can understand if he wants to chew, if he prefers the smaller venues. I don't critique the smaller venues because I think they're cramped or anything. I think they're great. I just wish more people could see him perform live, that's all. Um, One of my favorite things about the concert itself was the... I love the visuals with the lights, how they change colors, and how they match the rhythms of of the notes and music. Like, that was just so cool. I expected them to, like, you know, just be flashy in the background, not really match anything. But the fact that they match, you know, different, the different notes and sounds from his music was, that made it all the more better. Because it kind of felt like you were, the, 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 it kind of felt like the, how'd it feel it it was basically the lights with the lights falling along the rhythm of his music and the different uh sounds he had in in the music it just made my listening of the music all the more enjoyable and like um I could follow along with it basically is what I mean and I love to be able to follow along with uh music um, and I will say singing wise, Adam sounds just as good live as he does in the recordings of his music. 
he does sound a little different. He his voice is actually higher pitched, or he just has a naturally light voice, which is really weird to hear live, like when he speaks. And when he sings, it's also a little it was I think it was just off putting at first because I'd never heard him perform live before, but once you get used to it, you're like, oh yeah. It it just it it's he sounds great. He d he's doesn't sound off at all. He just he sung everything really well, and he and overall he, Adam had lots of fun performing. So, and we know an artist has a lot of fun performing. You also have a lot of fun uh, enjoying the performance. That will conclude my reflection of the L City twenty eighteen Cinematic Tour experience that I had. I thought it was. Overall, I thought it was great. It was wonderful. And I'm looking forward to his To the Moon tour this year, which I will, of course, be doing at some point after I hear him in concert. I'll be doing a reflection episode on that. And um, uh, up between now and when his tour begins, I'll be reposting um, this episode saying on my Instagram story saying uh, four weeks until, like, four weeks until the... Uh, tour begins three weeks two weeks one week and then like a, and then i'll post on the day the tour begins uh just to remind people or just you know get people pumped for the tour so yeah that's all for this episode i hope you guys enjoyed it and i'll see you in the next one